Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jambo, everyone, and thank you, as always, for tuning in to Radio Harambe. I'm Dave McBride, here in a rainy but warm Radio Harambe studios. Joining me is Safari Mike. Mike, how are you? Jambo Dave. Mike, back from his tour of the world. Did you come up with anything while you were out there? Any uh, world? You were all over the place. I was in Iberia. It's hardly all over the place. We well, saw some cool birds. We saw some jellyfish in the water. Did you go to Gibraltar? I did not. You didn't? No, we so did not. So you didn't get to see a, the monkeys? No, there was a mix-up with the plan. Uh, we could talk about that off the air. Oh, but. my goodness. No, Gibraltar Instead, monkeys. we went to a Picasso museum in Malaga. It was a lovely day. I'd rather go see the monkeys. I, uh, it was monkeys, a lovely day. Monkeys, not so much. I mean, the monkeys are fine, but I would have liked to have seen Africa. You could see Africa from the, you know, from Gibraltar. That That's true. Cool. That's true. Uh, anyway, um, we we have another one of Mike's lists we're going to get to here. But before we do that yes. for this show, I wanted to mention one thing uh, that I've got about 15 retweets <laughs> to me with this. I'm sure you did, too. Um, but what? A few couple of weeks ago, I would say, um, somebody wrote on Twitter. Now, I don't look at Twitter right away, so it took me a little while to see this. But uh, wrote uh, to uh, Joe Rody. Remember when at Joe Rody swore no, that he would about. fix the Yeti, <clears throat> and then uh, Rody responded, "Yes, still on it." Well, not only that, but a couple of uh, sites have indicated that um, it's going to go down for a little while, um, meaning Expedition Everest. Right. So that, um, you know, these are generally sites that usually have inside yeah, information. Usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a guarantee by any means, but they, they are reporting it. Right. Um, I don't remember which one it was. It might have been WDWNT. I'm not sure, but yeah, whatever. Right, right. Um, and that, that you know, part of the project will be fixing the Yeti once and for all. Well, whatever that means. We've we've talked in the past before. What we've said over and over again was that the Yeti, um, the animatronic, according to all the information we've ever been given, the animatronic works fine. Um, the problem actually is structural. It's right. too big and too powerful for the uh, foundation of the building. I mean, you know, it's essentially inside a building and on girders. It's its own building. Yeah, it's basically its basically own structure. Basically, there are three structures, yeah. the mountain, the roller coaster, and the, and the structure the for the Yeti. Right. And uh, so that, you know, the very foundation being in jeopardy meant that it just couldn't be used. And, and um, even though it did work and it had no issues, that's obviously an engineering problem, a, a right. um, you know, an architectural issue. That cannot just be fixed by going in and you know changing the hydraulic fluid on the, in the uh, in the Yeti itself. Uh, so it's been in disco mode, as they call it, yes. for ten years or so. Has it been that long? Yeah, and we've been talking for a long, long time that it was not going to be fixed until 
Pandora has been opened. Right. Because um, right. Expedition Everest is obviously, the, I mean, with safaris is the e-ticket. But now that you have yeah, the tent pole, things. the tent pole attraction, right? You know, right, right, right. And now you've got, you know, I mean, honestly, the lines at Expedition Everest have gone down since the opening sure. of um, of Pandora, especially when there was a while there where people were spending three or four hours waiting to go on these rides. Um, those waits have tailed off a bit. You mean the Avatar Land one? Yeah. yeah. But um, they're still pretty heavy, and uh, you know, we could probably live with the. Uh, I mean, I would think this would take the better part of a year. I'll be honest. Yeah, I the things I saw were like six months or so. Because, uh, you know, you got to... I don't know what they'll do other than... I mean, the only quick fix is to replace it with a smaller, less powerful animatronic. Um, I if they you can do that. But if they can hang on to the to the structure. But if they're going to go in and ref- have a new foundation and a new structure... I mean, I, right. I mean I'm, I'm not an architect, so I don't know, but... Uh, that's the reason why it's never just been closed for a couple of months and fixed because it is not a couple right. of month thing. But uh, I just wanted to mention that Joe still claims he is going to do it. So good for Joe to stay up in that, uh, you know, to, to, to keep that as a priority for him. Now, now before you before you move on, I was yes. just going to look at you were mentioning the Avatar Land rides, mm-hmm. and, and and you are correct. It's one o'clock on a middle of July, busiest time of the year. Yep, Sunday. And Navi River Journey sixty minute wait, right? Which is pretty long, but it's not not certainly wasn't was I mean, it was a couple hours at the when it first opened. But here's the one: the flight of passage is a one hundred five wait. What is the wait at Kilimanjaro right now? Uh, Fifty minutes. Yeah, so so it's still pra- it's still crowded. And Everest is forty. Yeah, so it's still crowded. It's still crowded, but you are correct that the, you know some of the bloom has fallen off the rose. Of the Avatar Land stuff, well, it's kind of it gotten kinda, it's, it's, it's still crowded, but it's kind of gotten leveled out. Yeah, and it's going to be the uh, it's not the, the shiny new toy anymore. It's going to be the is. main attraction from this point forward, sure, you know, for the foreseeable future, really. And and um, I'm not sure. I'm like I'm not sure. Toy Story Land. I mean, well, Toy Story Land is a new shiny thing. I know, but I, I have I, you know I'm not as dialed into the community as you are because you through Twitter and all that kind of stuff, and and I I just don't I don't read the websites, you know, the community. I shouldn't say the, you know, like the message boards and Twitter and sure, all. I don't know who, I, who reads message boards I, anymore. But you know what I mean. The Twitter has replaced Twitter those. And, yeah, has replaced yeah. those, and I don't read Twitter. Instagram, I guess. But. So I um, but the f- the few feedbacks I've gotten from Toy Story is that it's eh. yeah. But it's still quite crowded. I mean, it's the new shiny yeah. toy. But I suspect that uh, sooner or later, certainly when Star Wars comes out next year, that they may, you'll be able to walk on these things pretty easily. You know, we were going to go to... Um, I was going to go back in a couple of weeks, in the, in the middle of August. We are going to go down there. And um, because Toy Story Land was opening. But now that now that I'm kind of hearing that Toy Story Land is... Nah, it looks kind of cool. I'm I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until November or so when I when, when I can go, you know, after the, you know, in the fall to go um just to kind of keep out of the heat of August. But uh, if the they weird- told me it was phenomenal and my god, you got to go like they did with Pandora. Right. And you know, and I no, care more about kids, I care more about area. the kingdom stuff anyway. Yeah. 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 And oddly enough, both kids rides, although Toy Story Mania I guess technically is now part of the land. But the two new rides both have height restrictions, even though it's supposed very to be, strange. It's supposed to be the kids. Now, though, the uh, spinner ride is very small. I mean, it basically, right. a two-year-old can get on it, but still, babies right. can't. I mean, it's still not really a kids' land. I, mean, I hear you. Hollywood Studios is still not 
the place to be for kids. Right. You need a playground. Little kids. Little kids. They could have built a nice Toy Story themed playground and everybody would have loved it. Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been right where they Water wanted. park, like a yep. little water area, whatever. All right. So as I've explained to you in yes. the past, uh, Safari Mike is a big fan of lists. Um, he makes lists of everything, I mean, even around the house, like his 10 favorite pairs of shoes, his, you know... <laughs> Four favorite television shows on a Tuesday night, you know things like that. Mike I don't likes watch television lists. shows, so Tuesday. he so he watches so he makes these lists, and nine times out of ten they turn into lists about the animal kingdom, since that is Mike's, uh, you know, real real jam. Let's let's call Let it, it that. Las Vegas, uh, right? Or Las Vegas, right? <laughs> um, and uh, it's funny how those two things collide. And uh, it, it's it's so today we have yet another. Of Safari Mike's famous lists. And this one is 10 things you didn't know about the Jumbo House. Right. We've done a couple of these in the past. Yes, we People have. People seem to have liked them. We did the Gorilla Falls. We did Expedition Everest. That might have been it. It's and been a while. There will, since be, we've done there will one. be more, folks. Yeah. Believe me. Well, it's a good thing to, uh, it's a good way to give people some information that they don't know. Oh, have yeah. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, are these in any particular order? Or just ten things, just not ten the top things. ten. No, things. no, no, it's not a top. Just ten a things. list just of ten, ten things. things. Okay. And in the past, we have seen if you've known any of them. I will tell you if I've known them or not. And I'm an honest broker on this. I'm perfectly you happy. Are honest. Yes, I'll perfectly give you, happy to tell you when I don't know something. I'll give you credit for your honesty. <laughs> you want me to start now? Yeah, let's go. All right, number one, Dave. Did you know that the hotel of Jumbo House was designed by Denver Arctic architect Peter Dominic? I did know that. Yes. And he, he, you also designed, Dave, you, you probably know this then. Willux what, Lodge. And what else? Yeah, there is another one. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. It's on California. Yeah, yeah, the California, Grand California. Right. Yep, yep, you got it. It is a six-story building, which is unusual in the Savannah. You don't usually get that big of a building. So It is what, unusual. What they did, uh, the designer did, was hide it with plants, trees, and artwork. And in fact, the lobby itself, when you walk in, is actually the third floor, not the first floor. So uh, that's how some of the ways they got around building this big thing to still make it look like it belongs on the savannah. It is. You know, when they built the Wilderness Lodge and obviously the Grand California, and you saw, you can see what they're going after. Right. They're going for those great, magnificent lodges from the national parks, um, you know, that, that have been, that were built in the probably the late 1800s. Um, and here, I guess they just did that and then threw in some African themes to it because it does kind of have a very similar feel in its scope and stuff. The the lobby, at least. Yes. Um, the rest of it does not. I mean, the rest of it is... The rooms are different, Yeah, the obviously. rooms are very, very different. And the layout of it, the way it kind of snakes around. It would have been nice if the Wilderness Lodge had pronghorn antelope and buffalo roaming around. I agree. I don't think nice. that's not that hard to do. No, they could have done that. <laughs> Should I move on to the number two? Yes, since Dave, I got one. Did you know... Speaking of the lobby, that embedded in the lobby's teak floor, guests will find five bronze medallions designed by West African artist and famed storyteller Babab Wagu Diakiti. Nope. The largest medallion measures eight feet in diameter and is fashioned to look like a relief of the map of Africa, with mountains raised and water all around it. The other four medallions are smaller, each about four feet across and have different African themes showcases, showcasing the relationship between man and animal. You'll see a fisherman, you'll see a peacock, you'll see a group of African wildlife in a small little village. 
I can think of the one, the first one that you named. Mm-hmm. I can think of that one. I uh, I didn't. I wouldn't have used the word medallion. Bit. I didn't. I, you know. I, I, but right. Uh, but I had no idea that there was uh, a whole group of them that were. I'm not going to question you on this, but here's a little bit of more of the artwork around the lobby since we were talking about the lobby. You, you look at this big supportive columns, and at the top of that, you'll see grand Badoo masks staring down at you from the sixth floor. These masks are used throughout the region of uh, the Ivory Coast of West Africa, and it makes an appearance once a year at the festivities that commemorate each new year. Badoo masks are seen as the product of transfer, perfect for the coming and going of the year, as well as for guests moving around the lobby. Another thing you might notice, and I think most people notice this, are the eight enormous Maasai shields that create a chandelier over the majestic lobby. The shields are tricolored, black, red, and white. The black identifies lineage, while the red and white carry the age and geographical region of the owner. Hmm. The geometric patterns on the shields also have special meaning. The ones marked with circles signify the Kisongo province of Kenya. The square ones denote the Loita province. And the triangles are used by the Obrogo province. So that is some of the artwork you'll see around the Animal Kingdom, uh, Jumbo House Lodge, uh, lobby, excuse me. Right, which is, um, you know, that's, there's so much of it in this, in this lobby. I yes. Mean, there's just so, so much of it. But okay. The next question also deals with artwork. Speaking of it, hmm. you know, there are 300, and this is combined both with Kidani and Jumbo, there are 300 plus museum quality pieces throughout both uh, hotels. And the rooms have more than 4,000 handcrafted pieces in their um, Wow. In the in the rooms, it is the most African art outside of the uh, continent of Africa. That I knew. One of the rarest pieces is the I'm going to butcher this Ibo <laughs> Igale mask that appears in the rear of the lobby. Masks like this mm-hmm. are made by the people of of the Igbo Ig- people of Nigeria <laughs> to celebrate special occasions. Better you than me. <laughs> Trying to get, pronounce this. Men actually attempt to wear these enormous things. The, the one in the ta- in the lobby is 16 feet tall and is 8 feet wide in length. It is uh, different colors, of uh, color cloth to represent everyday scenes and they honor the dead and the, um, and the well-being of the community and the mask itself. The appearance of such a mask signifies the importance of an event and celebration, and it is truly a rare treat. Did you know, Dave, that there is no other mask known to exist mm-hmm. outside of the Igbu territory? I did know that, and because back in the day when blogs were still a thing, <laughs> I believe you did a uh, a pretty in-depth uh, sort of uh, yeah, a couple years ago, yeah, detail on this. <laughs> And that's where I remember the things like, um, it's you a know, weird this piece. being, yeah, yes, it is very strange. Um, I think that people actually wear that on their heads. It's yeah. like 16 feet tall and eight feet wide. I don't yep. know how they do it. It's like crazy. That. But so, the, so that, I remember that, I remember that piece from that, from that little thing. I wouldn't have known it otherwise. I just remember it from you so right two of three, Dave. You're I am well. two of three. Dude, much better on this one than you did in the past ones. Let's see if we can stump you. Well, there's only three in, Mike. I mean. That's true. But you usually only get like two. <laughs> Number four. When we did a show a couple of weeks ago about um, the um, origins of getting animals to the theme park, right? We talked about three people: Joe Rody, who of course is the head Imagineer; Rick Barangi, who was in charge of putting the animals in the park; and finally Paul Comstock, who did much of the landscaping. Did you know that Paul Comstock also developed the landscape of Jumbo House? He was in charge of that project after the end of the Animal Kingdom. I don't think I did know that. He used 160 different varieties of shrubs and bushes. Over 35,000 are planted in the in the Jumbo House. 
there are seeds different seeds from Africa were used to brought in to uh, you know make the place look like Africa there are 25 24 excuse me miles of irrigation pipes and over 60,000 square feet of artificial rock in the Jumbo House um, savannas which we'll talk about a little bit more later from if and, and, and I don't know how I'm quite put my hand on this but you can definitely see a thread between the park and the Jumbo House more so than you can between the park and Kidani. Kidani to me is a little brighter. Um, the vegetation a little less lush. Okay. Not not, not as um, you know, like you said before, that we're covering the building of Jumbo House to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't seem the case at 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 uh, at um, Kidani. Kidani. Kidani just seems to be a little more open to me. The 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 savannah itself, the views, you know, the views of the savannas and stuff in at Jumbo House are a little more fragmented. You know, the 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 place that you walk out, you can't see the entire savannah from That's one true. spot. You're That's walking you around, walk you know, so you get a little more of that sort of oasis feel where you're sort of walking okay. through and seeing certain things and the way it's displayed, you know, and then you're going into the um, to the a pool and in the back of the pool, okay. you can't see it from the pool. You know, it's a little more of that sort of exploration theme there than at Kidani, which is just sort of open here. Here, everything stand there and look. You know, there's like one site to see everything mm-hmm. from there. That's all. Uh, so I probably would have guessed that the, that it was the same. I'm not architect, but the same landscape people. designer. Say, yeah, but I'd never heard that. I don't think. Okay, so. let's go to the savannas. Okay. The Animal Kingdom Lodge Jumbo House has three separate savannas, Dave. Each one approximately ten acres each. Of course, they're obviously open 24 hours a day, and they are the Sunset Savanna which is shared between Kidani and um, Jumbo House. And the two that are limited to Jumbo House are Arusha and Uzima. Dave, do you know what those words mean in their native language? Uh, Arusha, I knew. The other one, I had no idea. What is Arusha? (laughs) I can't remember now, but I've heard it before. It is the name of a tribe in Tanzania. That's what it is. Uzima means life in Swahili. My guess was Arusha. My thing was that a thought that was going to my head is that Arusha was a town. It was the name of a, you know, a location, maybe a national park or something like that. But no, I didn't. I I can't take that. I can't claim that one. That wasn't good. Speaking of (laughs) Uzima, which is the sort of side savanna by the pool. Yeah. It is now home to the Attics. Did you know that, Dave? Yeah. Yes. Is the Attics were, of course, once featured at the end of the safari. Right. When they changed the program, they brought in the Why did they move them? Not exactly sure why they moved them, but the, the, the African elements are critically endangered in the wild with fewer than 300 remaining in their native habitat between the Niger River and western Chad in Africa. So they're limited to a small area, and they're only... Uh, a few hundred left in the wild. So because they used to be animals. at the very last right. thing. So very when last... they decided to get rid of Big Red and Little Red, that whole storyline. Right. What they did was originally they were going to have the, the herd of zebra there, but that didn't work out. That happened for a hot second. Yeah, right? and they, they just were too uh, rambunctious. I they're, guess they're for bratty, trying to be nice about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the circle of life. Was so the they moved display. the attics here, but now it's Scimitar Oryx. At the end of the ride, for some reason they moved the attics out of that um, 
section of the Kilimanjaro safari. But there it used was, to be a few of them there. Yeah, there was about ten of them or yeah. so. Yeah, absolutely. Now that little that little place at the end there is of the safari. Yeah, is little kind of empty. Yeah, it's just you just have the a couple of orcs there if you're lucky, and then there are a couple of birds, storks yes, that's true, of some that's kind. Right. That's right. Um, didn't have you know the attics were kind of neat, kind of cool looking, but I, I noticed that last time that it, that. Every time I went through the safari, it almost seemed empty in that last spot. And I just sort of drove through it rather than stopping and making a, making a point mm-hmm. to show you the attics or something like that. But the, uh, anyway, I did know that. I did know they moved them. All right. Speaking of more about the animals of Jumbo House, obviously we all know that the savannas are the actual home of the animals and they stay there almost 24-7. Um, the... the uh, each savanna is closed approxim- daily, approximately for an hour or two for cleaning and handling of animals and shifts. But there will always be at least two of the Jumbo House savannas open at all times. A number of the animals are nocturnal, so you may spot them in the middle of the night. Dave, did you know that they change the food to different spots of the savanna so that each guest, if they stay for a week, may have different animals to view? So in other words, the things that giraffe tri- typically eat might be put on a Monday. Things that wildebeest typically eat might be put on a Wednesday. Just so that you have really a running rotation of uh, what you may see. No, I didn't know that. That's clever, though. I like that. Yes. Yeah. Also, Dave, as a bonus, did you know? Did you know, and I won't give you um, credit or not credit for this, the first two inhabitants of Disney's Animal Kingdom were two giraffes. They also became the first two inhabitants of the Animal Kingdom Lodge. The same giraffes? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so they, they had were, success the first time around. I guess. So they brought them over to the Animal Kingdom Lodge um, for the opening of that park, of that lodge in 2001. So shortly after the, the, the uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge yeah, opened. No, I didn't know that. You ready for the next one? We're up to eight. I am ready. I've lost track of how many you've gotten. Three, maybe? At best. Did you know, Dave? <laughs> The Jumbo House is in the shape of a horseshoe called a crawl. Yes. Which is a typical design on Savannah for protection from predators. A fencing designed to protect livestock for the most part. And you also arranged the homes in a horseshoe shape. That I knew. Also, did you know what Boma means? I did. It means like a camp or something like sort that. Sort of. Right? It refers yeah. to the mud huts that are formed of sticks and mud for corral of livestock. So it's sort of in the same theme. Yeah, like a um, shepherd camp. There are ones found in the restaurant itself. Some of the roofing that is over you is shaped, is sort of similar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess I'll give you credit for that one. I get that one. I knew, it, I knew what a, I knew what the general idea of what a Boma was. <laughs> we got two more to go. One I know you're going to know. I am? All right. Oh, yeah. So I think I'm batting 500. Yeah, let's see if we'll you get this to one. It. Number nine, Dave. Speaking of restaurants, since we were talking of Boma, did you know... What animal sculptures are present at Jico to give you the sense of being on the savanna? Animal sculptures yes. in Jico. There's a giraffe there, isn't there? No, that's not the mm-hmm. one I'm talking about. Oh, oh, what are you talking about? What, where, inside the thing? Inside the restaurant. Basically all over the restaurant. No, I don't remember. There are birds above your head oh, on, the, yeah, on the ceiling yeah, yeah. that give oh. you the sense of being Jeez. on the savanna. I, I only ate in Jico once. Really? That's yep. a great restaurant. It's one I of my top three. N- I do not share the um, joyous love of Jico that everybody else does. See, it's in my, uh, you know, I like to make lists. It's definitely in my I top know, three, top five for list. sure. 
I am, but it, it's that's an ah. Right, but it's important to to note Kona, probably that I am just in general less enthusiastic about the cuisine in Disney than you are. No, you're wrong. Um, I but I am. I'm not as you're more enthusiastic about it than I am. Uh, I, I yeah, and Jico is a good restaurant, Very but good. is but is incredibly expensive. It's incredibly expensive, and but it's I excellent. Just don't, I just don't. I think it's excellent. I didn't like it for the amount of money I spent, but you... I still would recommend people go there. Right. Certainly, if they're staying there for the first time, uh, I, I would go there before I'd go to Boma. Do you like Sanaa? Uh, yeah, that's less expensive. It is less expensive. It's got a nice Chico's lunch menu. signature is a two-credit yeah. deal. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, I like them both. I just like... It's Kona? Just not, I like Kona a lot. See, those are my top three. I like Kona a lot. Um, and I try to go to Kona if I can. My my general plan is that it, you know when I'm there, because I'm uh, for those of you who don't, haven't heard this, I'm often there by myself, well, with just me and my three-year-old. He right. falls asleep if we're at the Magic Kingdom. I... Shepherd him over to uh, allow him to nap in his stroller over at uh, the Polynesian, and I have lunch at, at Kona by myself, you know, sitting alone, and then go have a Mai Tai or two before he wakes up. Um, so I do make a point of going to Kona, and I, I do I do get excited about Kona. Um, and I'm more so Ohana than you. I like Ohana a lot. No, I'm Mike, down on Ohana. Mike doesn't like Ohana. I, I love it. I, um, I would say I don't like it. I think it's okay. I love it. I don't know. I don't understand the love for Ohana. I don't understand the the um, incredibly difficult it is to get a <laughs> reservation at Ohana. That right. I don't get. Right. People coming from far and wide to go. I'd go rather to go to Kona. Especially I, I would breakfast. Be, I, I would, yeah, I would say Kona is a perfectly reasonable um, right. And you can just get a reservation. Yeah, Ohana now is so expensive. I mean, if you just like to stuff yourself with food to the point of exhaustion, then I guess I see why Ohana would be worth the money. But I mean, I don't like to do that. So it's it, it's you know the all you can eat prices, the fifty dollar a person. All you can eat thing or whatever it ends up being. It just it's, food, I mean to me the food at Ohana is not that great. It's fine. It's like open grilled stuff. It's, yeah, it's, it's good. whatever. It's tasty, it's fine. but it's but it's not. You don't again. It's 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 not a value. I don't go there all the time. Okay, but value is not um, something one would associate with, with Disney, Disney restaurants no, no. to begin with. I mean, there, <laughs> would you put any of the Disney Spring? I'm mean, getting really side railed. Okay, Disney Springs restaurants in your top five or so. Have you been to any? Have you been to Homecoming or Boathouse or any of those? Mm, Boathouse, yes. I like the Boathouse a lot. That's good. Again, very expensive. Um, great burger. Good burger. I don't. No, great burger. Really feel twenty dollars for a burger is something I can is make. That, is it twenty dollars? I burger? can make that at home, Mike. Um, I can. Uh, 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 but it's good. A great atmosphere. I, I, I love. I, I like the Boathouse. It's a little sprawling, a little big. But it's and noisy, but it's good. I like Deck, it. Doc, I haven't been to Homecoming yet. The new Italian place wasn't very good. Well, no, um, new Italian place. You went to that? Yeah, the Raglan Road. The pizza was well, not yeah, good at all. The Raglan Road is fine. Pizza stinks um, in Florida. I'm trying to think of the other ones I've been to. I mean, what been, about Epcot restaurants? What been you to like T Rex. Been to you know all those yeah, over those there. Are, but I haven't been to um, the new sort of high end ones like uh, um, Morimoto's or yeah, I wouldn't go to Morimoto. Really? That's not my... You don't know, like Japanese, Asian cuisine? I have a three-year-old, Mike. Do yeah, they, they must they, have a kid's menu. I'm okay. sure of that. Well, yeah, but I mean, again, if you're going to pay that much for a nice place, um, you know, you're not going to do that with somebody jumping up and down next to you wanting to leave as yeah. soon as you possibly can. You know, that's the problem with that. So that that 
those places may be um, sampled later on down the road uh, when he's a little older. Uh, at Epcot, you asked. I like Beer Garden. Mm-hmm. I like them. Beer Garden is fine. I like Teppanito. It's fine. Um, you know, Viennapoli for the nah, is, is no. fine. I mean, it's expensive. Here. Yeah, and it doesn't cost you thirty dollars for a pizza. Like it Beer Garden's there. fun though. Beer Garden's fine. Yeah, I, the, all the places at Epcot are fine. There's just nothing exciting. There's nothing great. Uh, La Cellier used to be great, but that was a long time ago. That was many moons ago. It's also when super it, expensive. Now. They've when like it, doubled everything in the price. Right. They've doubled. Once it once people discovered how good it was, they then quickly doubled the price and, and uh, made it, uh, you know. La Cellier, like Ohana, I always thought was overrated, but that's, that's me. Uh, I didn't think. Uh, Ohana, I thought, was overrated by the... Um, the fan base La Cellier was for a, for a good long time there clearly the best restaurant in, in Epcot in my opinion okay without exception so so you had all these restaurants La Cellier was the best one so if you were going to make yourself a dinner at Epcot and you had time you would book La Cellier because okay. it was clearly to me the best restaurant um, for I'm uh, across the board atmosphere food uh, everything was great there, um, but now that's just not the case. And 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 I think a lot of the other places have sort of, you know, even the French restaurants aren't what they used to be. No, you know, they're just they, they they there was a while there, just like everything else in Epcot over the last ten years, or maybe even less than that. They've <laughs> they've raised the prices, cut down on the selection, and cut down on the quality of things. And that's just what they've done at Epcot across the board. I don't think they've cut down on the quality of Beer Garden. That's pretty much the same buffet. It's, it's pretty been. much the same. You're right about that. It is pretty much the same. Beer Garden might be an exception to that. Tepanito uh, is pretty much the same. Uh, I mean, what are you gonna what are you gonna change? You're not gonna change the quality or, or quantity. I yeah, say. and I don't want to get everybody mad at me about this for saying these things, but but there are other restaurants where I've noticed St. Angel Inn has kind of gone down on mm-hmm. quality. That was one that I was thinking in my head. Um, the restaurant that took the place of Alfredo's. Alfredo's was clearly better than what it is now. Tutu Italia. Yep. Alfredo's was clearly better. That was a good day. one. Alfredo's um, was good. The French one, like I said, the the main French one, the big French one. Um, the Chefs de France, or yes, the, not the, the one Chefs upstairs, the, the signature one upstairs. The Chefs, um, that's yeah, that one's man. clearly was clearly better in the old. I agree. Than, than it is now, um, you know, and I can I can go on, but why? What's the what's the purpose? Um, so I, I just uh, you know, now I have nothing there that I need to go to. You know, food wise, you mean food wise. Um, Beer Garden is is good, but Marrakech once again, good. we're into this thing with Beer Garden where you're paying a fortune of money well, because it's an all-you-can-eat no thing. And I don't just, we, you know, my family just doesn't eat that much. That's I true. I mean, Megan always, my daughter always just wants to go. That's If I ask them, what restaurant do you want? She says Beer Garden. And all she does is eat the uh, pretzel bread. So I'm spending forty five dollars on pretzel bread for pretzel bread. That's <laughs> she I mean. loves it. She, well, yeah, and and, and my, my son loves it because the music. <laughs> sure, you know, so and the, the get, music's cool. Right, the the, the right. show is cool. So I, I uh, the, you know, I, I would, yeah. I mean, that's where I would go, but I, I just don't. I don't eat Nepcot as much as I used to. Should we finish this list off, Dave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one you're gonna know. Okay, Dave, did you know that the Animal Kingdom Lodge provides more activities for guests than any other resort? Well, yeah, I mean, this is obvious, but I wanted yes. to get, I wanted to go through some of the activities. Uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge was the first. And they're all complimentary, right. by the way. It was the first, um, the, the first t- 
time I remember going into a into a Disney resort ever, and we, Mike and I have been going to Disney resorts since they've started building them, really, um, <laughs> for years and years. It was the first time I remember going into a Disney resort and seeing a list of activities right. for the day, like you would get in a cruise, or like you would get at a resort in the woods or something like right, that. Like you know, a, uh, the uh, Catskills or something. Yeah, you get a list of activities that you can do and things that the kids can do, and 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 that was the first time I I ever remember that and I remember thinking to myself that this was you know we're finally making we finally made a resort that people aren't just going to get out of it at nine o'clock in the morning and not come back until nine o'clock at night yeah, they still do that but they don't have I to. know but you don't but don't do that like if you go to the Animal Kingdom Lodge <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna pay to stay at Jumbo House and if you are a cash customer right and you're gonna Pay for a six-day pass. Make it a five-day pass and spend a day at the Jumbo House because you can do that there and the you know and and have a, a fantastic day, especially if you have kids. Some of the things that they do. Go for, yeah. Let Mike uh, show you why that something that is called the case. African Wonders, which is an interactive game that allows you to discover some of Africa's natural wonders. There's African face painting. There's a music of the savanna and drum cafe where you learn to play ax, uh, actual African drums. There are folk tales that are usually spoken to to you by cultural representatives by the fire pit. Uh, there's a flamingo activity where you learn about the feeding strategies of flamingos and pelicans and sort of a fun hands-on thing. There's animal tracking. There's a wildlife games where you test your knowledge in a sort of a bingo type of game. There is a have you heard, which matches the animals to their vocalizations. There's, of course, night vision animal viewing. Listen to all this. There is, of course, the... Um, the wonderful African-inspired Disney-designed tour, crazy, which um, goes through some of the artwork that you see in and uh, Jumbo great. House and Kidani Village, and it's great. That's I did the great. one at Kidani; yep. it was fantastic. Yep. And they also do some food tasting at uh, at uh, the restaurants. Um, so, like I said, there is a lot to do. Just and take you a have day. The pool, you have the savanna. Yep. You know, you can rack some in your room for a while. It's a great, great pool bar. If you're staying there, like the middle of the vacation, if you're there from a Saturday to Saturday. Maybe like a Wednesday, take the day off from the parks. Yeah, enjoy all the the things. Maybe maybe that's your day. You go to Disney Springs at night or something. You know, just just a relaxing day. Um, but Animal Kingdom Lodge really puts itself out as that kind of as you were just describing, like all these different activities that are great for, especially if you have kids. And a lot of people like to do the, and I know Mike likes to do this, and and I've heard a lot of people do this. It is something that is can't even. It's a concept that totally eludes me. But some people love to book a week vacation and spend a few nights at this hotel and a few nights at that hotel. I know you do that and a bunch of other people. Yeah, a bunch of other people do it. Yeah, yeah, sure. I cannot fathom wanting to do that just because I can't stand packing. So yeah, well, I, 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 I like don't seeing like a couple of different resorts and taking going to different parts of the park. But I also understand like I'm not going to do, for example, Jumbo House and then Kadani Village. Right. But I, what, what I do understand a lot of people do do is maybe book a, um, you know, three nights at a deluxe and then the rest at a value sure. or, or something cheaper. Um, I would absolutely recommend that if you're going to do something like that, a short stay at the Animal Kingdom Lodge is, you know, there's no, I hate to say this, but and it, there's no reason to go to any other park. <laughs> like, go to the Animal Kingdom for a little bit, go to the hotel for a little bit, and you're going to have a fantastic time. Like, you just don't need to fight the buses because it is out of the way. 
it, it is it, out of the way. You absolutely. know, and and you're on a, you know the bus, a bus ride to Magic Kingdom, Magic Kingdom yeah. and back is an hour of your day. Or Hollywood Studios gone yeah. just on the buses, you know, and maybe more than that if you're waiting for the buses. Well, now with the new thing on the app, sure, you have to. <laughs> but yeah, but you have to wait when you're at the Magic Kingdom trying to get back. Oh hell yeah! Um, so. You know, so so book your time so that, you know, when you're in one of the more centrally located and less exciting um, hotels, you know, go to Magic Kingdom and the other parks then. And then when you're here, just relax and go to the go to Animal Kingdom for a little bit. Come back to the hotel, maybe go back at night for Rivers of Light stuff. It's so simple to get there. You're there in the front gate of the park in 10 minutes. You know, it's so it's so easy and so quick to get to. I just wish there was a um, another mode of transportation to get to the park. I wish they had a, you know, had a boat or something like that that we always. Well, I've always wanted to, the uh, train that or runs. Or a train, runs yeah, something that's a little Animal more King direct. Lodge yeah. to Harambe. Uh, you know, maybe someday. Because you can I make an exit, an entrance at Harambe just like you did at the World Showcase. It's yeah. easy enough. We've been back there where you can easily do it. Yeah, in fact, and, that's where a lot of the cast members come in. Yeah, and, and it would be it would be great to do that, and it would cut down on some of the buses coming in and out, and it'd be nice. But uh, and it would be awfully cool. Yeah, it'd be awesome. I mean, I mean hopefully that's down the road somewhere. But uh, we'll start we'll start tweeting Joe about that. See, <laughs> see what we can come up with. Uh, so, did I get that one? You got that oh, one. That yeah. was a, that was a layup for you. That was yeah. mostly to uh, describe some of the things that you can do around Animal Kingdom Lodge. I'm not sure if a lot of people know about that. So I think I got about half of that. Yeah, about half. Which isn't really good for somebody who hosts an Animal Kingdom podcast. Well, I mean, let's I mean, be honest. It's not great. It's your best showing to date. That's <laughs> <laughs> something, I guess. And I haven't stayed at Jumbo House very much. I've stayed a couple of times. You've stayed more than me. I, I, I've only been there. I go more to Kadani. I like Kadani. I go I to Kadani, Kadani more. Actually. Yeah, I go to Kadani more because. And one day we'll do a 10 things you didn't know about yeah, Kadani. I mean, I like Kadani more. I just like the rooms better at Kadani. I, do, I like the DVC rooms. I'm a DVC member, so they're more. Right. So it's easier to get what you want at Kadani. And That's I like really the it. quaintness of the lobby a little I bit do more. Too. It's a little quieter. I do too. And we've had, you know, the last time we had, uh, uh, I'm not going to relieve too many of my secrets, but uh, for staying there. But last time we had a. Sev- Why? A sev- because I don't want people to take my secrets. Um, I had uh, a view of the back savannah. And what was really cool what, about. What, what, was this a Jumbo? This was at Kidani. What oh. was really cool about that was so you got that savanna with all different animals. The copy that one. Yes. Okay. During the day, and then uh, and then you know for when you're there, and then just get walk over to one of the lookouts. Sure. For the for the regular one, that was kind of cool to have both of them there. And, yeah, and, that's and, the Pembe is the, yeah. the side one, and yeah. they the big one is the sunset. What neat, they share neat with animal the um, neat animal uh, variety at Kidani now. With some of the things they've added, especially the vultures, side exhibit. yeah, they yeah. have the vultures, they have the red river hogs, yeah. they have uh, waterbuck, maybe back there now, and they'll, obviously they'll copy. They have different they'll things. Co- that yeah, you don't there isn't, see there elsewhere. isn't, there is a deer style thing, and I can't remember I what it is. I believe it's a waterbuck. Yeah, it could be, and the the red river hogs are great, sure. especially if you see them go in and out in the morning. They're hilarious. Yep. And when I was there, they had little ones, and that was pretty pretty funny. Oh, that's cool. So I guess that's it. That is it. There's we did ten. 10 things you didn't know about the Jumbo House, five things Dave didn't know, and um, a little uh, review of food. <laughs> yeah, sidetrack. <laughs> a little sidetrack on food. Um, we need you to uh, rate and review the show. Five-star reviews are all that's accepted. <laughs> rate and review five-star reviews for our show on iTunes, if you listen on iTunes or any other place where they do reviews for the show. Um, 
on iTunes is the only one I'm really familiar with. That actually helps get the word out on the show. Uh, and we want to get the word out on the show, start getting the listenership up because we are within, you know, weeks of starting basically another fundraiser drive here where we're going to try to get some more we money. Ra- yes, where we're going to try to get some more money raised towards um, conservation with the use of some merchandise that we will be debuting ah. soon. We're not ready to, I'm not ready to, to do too specific on that um, just because we're kind of working out some of the kinks and some of the details, but that we've done I'm, this before. And I'm looking at the boxer shorts. We've done, we've done this in the past. So it, uh, we want to do it again. And, um, you know, we have some stuff in the works for that. So uh, please rate and review the show. Join us on social media. Mike, you can find him at Jumbo. Everyone on Twitter, I'm at Radio Harambe. You can find us on Instagram. Disney's Animal Kingdom is actually our handle on Instagram. And we are that's also handle. Jumbo Everyone on Facebook. Um, I guess that's it. For Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Quaharini, go well. And thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. <laughs> Kwaku,